The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, welcome to the Wednesday edition of Brutal Nation. I'm your illustrious host, the famous, the great, the sexy, Scott Alexander. We're in nipple tassels and a thong today. Feeling pretty hot. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> right across from me is the one, the only, Tammy the Gur Underwood. The Gur. Not the Gur. girl. The Gur. Ma'am. Ma'am. Hi, you're everybody. At, ma'am, you're at a 10. <laughs> and you should bring that. You know what? Security. <laughs> Don't even give me a chance to bring it down. <laughs> Just saying. All right. So this one's kind of got me interested. The B1 Butcher, huh? Yep. B1 Butcher out of Namib- Namibia. I keep on thinking that you're playing like fucking Battleship or something. You know, B2. Oh, you sunk my Battleship. Right. No, that's this is bingo. B1. Oh, bingo. I got the bingo. <laughs> and that was his name, though. <laughs> Whatever, dude. All right, kick this shit into high gear and let's finish this shit up. And I'm going to go get a drink while you're doing it. Okay. In this week's Who Done It Wednesday, we're traveling to the country of Namibia. Namibia is on the west coast of South Africa and north of the country, South Africa. Um, it is the driest country in sub Saharan. Um, agriculture, tourism, and the mining of diamonds, uranium, gold, silver, and base metals is the backbone of their economy. And so, wooden, like, and wooden plates for lips. Yeah, shut up. So, like, blood diamonds and fuel for um, the DeLorean. Wasn't that uranium? Um, yeah, yeah, actually, it was. Yeah, see, because there you go. Uh, uh, Doc Everett had to steal it from the Libyans. Yes, that's right. I remember. And so, in 1884, Germany established rule over the majority of the country. And between 1904 and... It says between 1904 and 1904. The German lead government... It's probably seven. Because it's, like, right there. The German lead government perpetrated genocide against the... Her... Her... Yeah. Herrero? Yeah. I already know who the uh, who, who who the murderer is. <laughs> Whoever couldn't pronounce these names. No, the Germans. It's it's the Germans right there. Case solved. What's our next episode? Solve this one. Done. The funny you should mention that there is actually a German suspect. Of course there is. But you know what? Dieter is going to be mad at you pretty soon. Huh? Dieter's going to be mad at you. Probably, but thankfully he's asleep or he's in Auschwitz in the in my head. Fucking giving <laughs> Jews a bath or right? a shower. So, um, genocide against that one culture and the Nama people. It's estimated that a hundred... just say Nama? Nama. Manamana. <laughs> we were just singing that this morning. Manamana. <laughs> it's estimated about 110,000 people were killed during those four years. Oh, so it must be 1908 or 1901. And they lost their plates. Yeah. For their lips. Shut up. Many through starvation and dehydration. You know, that's fucked up. I understand if you're going to go through and kill a bunch of people, okay? Because that's quick. It's, uh, you know, there's not yeah. a whole lot of suffering. But to starve them and then dehydrate, that's not, that's not right. That guy, I seriously draw the fucking line at that bullshit. Yeah, no shit, yo. Because I've heard nothing is worse than starving. You know, yeah. That's why we did the dude that ate people. Yeah. From, so, from like, what was he, Argentina or something? Venezuela. Venezuela, that's it. 
Jose Doranzal Garcia uh, Vargas Gomez. Garcia, El Capitan, <laughs> DeLorean, <laughs> Fernando, uh, fucking Mariachi Man. El Como Gente. I like to eat people. Oh, <laughs> me too. I'm kind of kinky like that. Not in that way, senor. <laughs> With hot sauce and salsa. On a stick. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> Have you ever had leg? But <laughs> mm, chicken leg? No, human leg. On a stick. <laughs> <laughs> so German rule ended in 1915 when they were defeated by forces from the country of South Africa. And so the researcher goes, free at last? Uh, No. They were throwing spears. Good, good chucking, guys. Oh, my God. I'm going to hit you. I've been on a roll the last couple of days. Pissing you off is great. Yeah, well. And my lips feel ashy. <laughs> You're that so bad. dumb. You know, it's probably a good thing your parents don't listen to this. <laughs> In 1920, the League of Nations assigned governmental authority to South Africa, who in turn enforced their laws, including those regarding racial racial classifications and rules. Laws which included, and you and I talked about this a little bit, blacks were not allowed in rural areas unless they immediately got a job. They were not allowed passbooks or passports, could not marry white people, or set up businesses in, quote, white areas. See, I'm good with almost all of that. And, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, you and I talked about this because, you know, no, that was up. their country. Well, yeah, we were talking about that before the show, you know. As, yeah. As many jokes as I make, you know, because we're talking about under English rule in South Africa. Yeah. You know, and and the the, the native people for, for that are South Africans, the black people, they get treated like second-class citizens, man. Oh, Yeah. That is some bullshit, motherfuckers. Well, and we did it to the Native Americans. Yeah, and it's bullshit. Yeah. That's their fucking country, man. People are people. Fuck exactly. Sakes, man. Put your heads out of your ass. Come to the year 2022. Yeah, no shit. For Christ's sakes. So segregation existed in all areas of life. For perspective, these laws were against 94% of the population. The UN assumed official authority in 1966 after years of uprising where the people demanded representation and equality. But in reality, South Africa remained in charge. Namibia finally achieved independence in 1990 and is now a democracy. Well, they did in 66 just before the 69 because in 69 they flipped over and ate it. (sighs) The B1 butcher. (laughs) Received his or her moniker from the Namibian media because all of the murder victims have been found in close close proximity to Namibian National Road B1, which runs entire country from north to south. Then if you go just south, you get bingo. (laughs) For 911.6 miles, about 1,467 kilometers. So roughly the size of fucking Texas when you get on... Interstate 10, because it's like 900 and some on miles. Yeah, yeah I heard like it takes a couple days to get across Texas. Yeah, and it is not. You, you would think, hey, it's a great drive to No, Texas. my son says it's very boring. There's only two things out there, man. Jack and shit. <laughs> no, no, true story. So, like, when I first started uh, truck driving, I, I, I teamed with my dad for, like, two months, a couple months. And I remember I was, like, driving at night, and I wanted some coffee. So I see these lights, what looks like a truck stop out in the distance. Oh, cool. I'll be there in a couple minutes. Half hour goes by. I'm still seeing these lights. Huh. All right, well, maybe I'm wrong. An hour and a half later. You finally found the t- the town? I pulled into a Love's truck stop in this little town. 
Like, yeah, it's flat and it's dry and there's not. I was so bored one night. I counted jackrabbits. In Seriously? Yeah. In your headlights? Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's like four jackrabbits right there. Son of a bitch. Because they're the only ones that are. They're the only ones dumb enough to be out there. Every other animal goes. Mm, no, we're gonna be like babe in the big city. Yeah. Big in the big city. We're we're out of here. Yeah. My sister used to, when she lived in Missouri, she used to go around collecting turtle shells off the side of the road, and she'd paint them. But yeah. She's graffitiing turtles? That's fucked up, man. Well, they were no longer alive. Whatever. She's like <laughs> things like, like you she's know. She's tagging them. Yeah, she's tagging them, man. <laughs> she's a Big Hooker 13 or whatever the hell her <laughs> gang is called. All the victims were young to middle-aged black women found in the the Kehoma, Kehomas. And she has it spelled H-O-E. I'm just saying. K-home, baby. <laughs> the Kehomas region along B1. Pretty much smack in the middle of Namibia. Thus earning the alternative moniker, the Kehomas Ripper. Now, the victims. First one was 22-year-old Melanie Jans. She, her naked corpse was found on August 20th, 2005. Oh, so this is a recent along the Western Bypass Road section of B1, close to the Van Eck Power Station. That just doesn't sound good. That's German right there, man. And I don't think it's a real power station. They probably have the showers in there. <laughs> and they're like, come here, little Nubian peoples. Get in the showers. Namibia. We are very nice peoples. We want to get you clean like us. Get in the showers. And they're like, mm, no. Yeah. That's not going to happen there, fucking, you know, Dieter. Yeah, no. But but we we want to be nice and help you with your medical problems. And then, no, you are the medical problem. <laughs> no shit, yo. Like, like, we, we, we see you in the medical journals. It says this is a disease. No, that's not me. That's not very nice at all. And they're like, yeah, we know. Fuck off. You and Joseph Mengele. Yeah, you and Mengele, man. You guys need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Go, go back to fucking Auschwitz or uh, what was the other one? Um. Um, there were a couple. Oh, There's there another famous one. God damn it. Anyway. I, I can't think of it either. Yeah, me neither. But she had been strangled and had severe trauma to her abdomen and chest. Now, on October 24, 2005, 21-year-old Juanita Mabula. I am not lying. She sounds like a Mexican-African. I don't even know what to make of that. That's, <laughs> remember, okay, I understand the Mambula, but you need to have something like, knock, knock. you know, and I'm like, okay, no, that's her name. That's, that's cool. Not lot Juanita. Of her you name her Juanita, I think she swam way further than across the Rio Grande. <laughs> like, she should be in the Olympics. <laughs> and she's like, see. Further than I, the English Channel, huh? See, I am an, a, a, an African now. <laughs> Would you like a taco? Yeah. Taco. So her naked body was discovered next to the Western Bypass Road on September. Okay. It says that, oh, her head was found first. And then her naked headless body, there we go, was discovered next to the Western Bypass Road on September 25th. So a month later, her cause of death was blunt force trauma. Now, police had no suspects and offered a Namibian $60,000 reward, which is equivalent to about $34.95, give or take a few pennies, U.S. dollars. Um, that's $3,495. For information about the murders, no useful tips were received. 
Then on December 28th of that year, 18-year-old Valola Swartdoy. I don't know how it's Swartdoy when it's S-W-A-R-B-O-O-I. There's no T or D in that at all. I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm a little scared. I think I pooped. (laughs) Her naked body was found buried in a shallow grave. Her body was too badly decomposed for a cause of death to be determined. She is not officially linked to the B1 butcher, but does fit the victimology and within the time period the killer was active. Now, on June 13th, 2007, which is two years later, weird, Santa Helena Gaaros. That's Mexican. You're in the wrong country, bitch. 36 disappeared from outside a restaurant and bar called the Zoomvert. Actually, it's pronounced Zoomvert, but I'm really weird because I thought it was German too, which the W is a B sound. Yeah, it was on Independence Avenue. And, and the next word, it starts with a W and it's pronounced Vinhook. So there you go. Namibia. And three days later, a mutilated female torso was found cut in two, wrapped in a garbage bag, and dumped in a garbage bin along the B1 National Road. She throws away garbage. Yeah, it was sauna. Her torso had been removed with surgical precision from the rest of her... It is German. In another bin, 65 kilometers south of Vinhook. A pair of thighs were found on June 20th. Excuse me, Miss Tommy. Miss Tommy. I'm listening. I'm very familiar with this kind of act. Just saying... I'm not saying that it is one of the black peoples there. I'm saying maybe it was uh, one of your ancestors from Germany. <laughs> Why you always got to bring that up? <laughs> I'm just being suggestive with it, Miss Tommy. You need to accept who you are. I'm Dutch, damn it. <laughs> sure you are. Come on, Adolf Demi. Continue. <laughs> your middle name's Hitler. I know it. <laughs> I know it is, Miss Tommy. I know your family changed their name. When they came over here from Germany. Yeah. That way there, you could not be part of the They trials. changed it to Bannert instead of Hitler. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm not I'm not calling you a Nazi by any means. But um, perhaps some of your ancestors was uh, maybe wearing the Iron Cross DSS. <laughs> so on July 1st, a head... Two feet and two lower legs were found wrapped in garbage bags and strewn next to the road in the Vinhook area. This was 35 kilometers east of Vinhook and 14.5 kilometers south of where Juanita's head was discovered. Now, Lieutenant General Sebastian... Bach. No. (laughs) India Tonga. Oh, wow. And his name is spelled N-D-E-I-T-U-N-G-A. That is so totally an African name. Yes, it is. He's like throwing spears and it's shit. There's zebras running around his yard. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down. You know, I'm picturing coming to America with all the giraffes and shit coming through. <laughs> this is my pet giraffe. His name is... They, he issued a statement to the public regarding two legs found in the garbage bin, saying, as far as the situation is concerned, we are about 99% sure that the body parts belong to the torso. However, scientific investigations are still ongoing. Head and feet were later confirmed as belonging to Sana, you know, the lady from above. 
the middle three toes on both feet had been cut off. And the lower legs belonged to an unidentified victim. No other parts of her would be found. Do you or someone you know, are you missing a set of legs? If so, call Mandaba at... Inditonga. Inditonga. In August, the head and arm was found further north on B1 between Vinhook and Okahanja. A month later, near Grootfontein, in the Ojiabanhaba. Ah, damn. Which, that one surprises me, too, because it's actually spelled O-T-J-O-J, I mean, O-T-J-O-Z-O-N-D-J-U-P-A. Like that country on your son's game the other day. I'm not even paying attention, because I can't even think, (laughs) I I can't even fathom these goddamn names. So, aren't you glad I'm reading it? So, in that region, more body parts of the same woman were found. Her identity remains unknown. All of the victims had been expertly dismembered and refrigerated or frozen before being dumped. This makes sense. It would keep the courts from attracting attention and until the killer was able to dump the pieces. Whether the attention be from fellow humans or wild animals, like lions, cheetahs, wild dogs... Dingoes, hyenas, etc. Actually, dingoes are Australia, huh? Yeah, that's a that's an Australian. Yeah, thing. very few of these animals were turned down a free meal, either AKA help with disposal. Um, now the investigation. Two of the three women identified were prostitutes who worked in Vinhook downtown area. Juanita and Melanie knew each other very well. All three identified women spoke Afrikaans. Uh, Damara or both and police believe based on the new region the killer center of life may have moved north in October of 2007 three senior serial murder detectives from the Republic of South Africa came to help with the investigation it's common for South African development community member states to assist other members in investigations where they may have specialized knowledge now, when describing the suspect, Lieutenant General Indiatonga said they were obviously <laughs> looking for a man as only a man could be so cold-hearted because they didn't have to experience the hardship of carrying a child for nine months. Now, he might be right about that, but I don't know. Women are bitches. Women are fucking cold as shit, man. I know. Yeah. I, know. I know several. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting on the other side of the microphone for me. Oh, snap, Dragon, you did not. (laughs) He did amend his statement saying women have been known to kill children. Regardless, he says heinous crimes being committed nowadays should serve as a awakening call for all of us to start soul-searching exercise so that we can examine ourselves to determine what went wrong in our moral fabric. Okay, come on now. If it's a psychopath, they don't give a shit. About what went wrong in their moral fabric. This is true, man. This is very, very true. Or some of my ex-wives. <laughs> However, who shall remain nameless? However, the cases remained unsolved and are believed likely to never be. Now, here's our suspect list. In August of 2007, German citizen Heinz Kinnerum was him. arrested. That's him right there. Yeah. He was a suspect in the rape and attempted strangulation of a 29-year-old Namibian near Vinhook in September. 
He denied the allegations. In February of 2010, he was acquitted due to lack of evidence and then released. That's because Heinz knows how the how, how this system works. I told yeah. you that. He's a friend of mine, too. Is he? Oh, yes. I mean, I go way, way back. He helped me get some of the Jews into the showers, too. So he's old? Well, he Oh, wait. Germans sure. don't age, huh? Germans don't age. Mm, that's right. We are here for the betterment of all the world. So that way there, we can get the, the Jews and the people of Africa into the showers. We just want everybody clean. We're <laughs> very clean peoples. <laughs> yeah. So Heinz sued the Namibian government for su- subjecting him to the ordeal of being accused of being the B. I'm assuming she meant B1. In February 2010, he was acquitted. Okay, she repeated that whole sentence. Now, Kinnearum's sued his damages against an Namibian government caused by the accusation. So she just basically repeated the paragraph. In 2008, oh my god, Hans Husselman from Rehoboth committed suicide after becoming a suspect in the murders. He had served a life sentence for two murders previously and had been released in 2004. Santa's DNA was found in his flat and his DNA was found on a letter written to the police about the murders. However, the analysis was deemed inconclusive. This raised suspicions the B1 killer may not be a single killer with one initial killer and multiple copycats. Now, in July of 2007, women from Winhook, Rehoboth, and Sumis... Um, like the beginning of Tsunami. Okay, got it. Park published a letter to the killer asking for information regarding the location of the missing body parts so a decent burial could be provided. Excuse me, Mr. Killer. Hi, yeah. <laughs> My name's Tiffany Juanita Badum Badum. <laughs> Badum Kadonk. We just want to know, like, where our other sister is. <laughs> I know that you'll write back and give a, make sure you give us a, uh, a return address so we can send you a thank you card. Yeah, because they also asked him to turn himself in. Uh, yeah, because that'll work, right? The lack of resolution to the case has caused a significant amount of public criticism of the effectiveness and efficiency of the Namibian police force. In 2010, a human head and arm were found on a farm in Rehoboth. This raised the fear the B1 butcher may be active again. However, police do not believe this is the world of the butcher as the victim was not found near the highway. The body parts were also burned and not frozen. Now, we do have some final questions before we wrap this up. One of them you're going to fucking love. Now... How well do you believe the police of Namibia investigated these crimes? Did they write the victims off because of the color of their skin, their perceived profession, or both? I'm glad that you asked. This goes into what I've always said, man. Number, we got a couple of things. Number one, they're black, right? Yes. Number two, they're hookers. Yes. So therefore, historically, yes, nobody gives a fuck. True. They go, okay, they're just black and they're hookers, so they are less than everybody else. We're going to make a perfunctory just kind of look around going, oh, no, we investigated. No, you didn't. You sat on your ass is what you did. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you plagiarized the, these people's families going, oh, no, we're doing everything that we can. Oh, yeah, totally. That's exactly what they did. You fuck these guys. Yeah. 
So were the murders all linked or do you think that they're looking for more than one killer? They are definitely looking for more than one of their killers, Miss Miss Squatch, Miss Tommy. I know because they are my friends. They're they out there. Is it Heinz? Heinz was a good friend of mine. <laughs> so then if we're looking at one suspect, then the killer may have been less interested in the how of the kill, but more interested in the surgical dismembering of the victims. Well, that's it right there. Okay, so think yeah. about it this way here. How many people have come out of South Africa that have a, an excellent education? Yeah, you don't really hear about a whole lot of them. Not a lot. I'm sure that some do. Yeah. But I don't think that it's as prevalent as fucking white dudes. Right. Who get I don't want to I don't want to use the words white privilege. However, in this case it's probably pretty accurate. Probably. I do, I hate using it has been thrown around so much. But because right. of their politics there, these are people who are probably well well educated and he knows how to do things with surgical precision and nobody gives a fuck. True. That's the thing. You're hunting down people that others consider less than yes i agree with that now here is a wrench okay do you think the b1 butcher froze or refrigerated the victim's bodies as a means to avoid detection or do you think he was a cannibal since part of their bodies weren't found probably a combination of both that's very possibly true that's, that, that's a mcdonald's number two combo meal <laughs> Actually, I don't know what the number two is anymore. It used to be two cheeseburgers back when I worked there, but... It shouldn't be. It should be uh, the quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, I think it might be now, yeah. Back when I worked there, though, it was the two cheeseburger. Ah. And the number one has always been the Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. I I remember that from when my son, you know, Jake, he loved uh, the chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. My son, too. Yeah. And then when McDonald's changed their recipe on the chicken nuggets, my son was heartbroken until we found one in Washington on the way to Seattle, right over there. I can't remember. It's kind of white by Wairika that has um, the original recipe. You know the original recipe has medical silicone in it, right? Well, my son didn't care. <laughs> and look at him now. You have, a <laughs> mut- you have a mutant Asian. I do. He's like, what, six foot 12? <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking like 90 feet tall. Oh. <laughs> He looks like a combination if Jackie Chan took a bunch of steroids and then put on <laughs> elevator shoes. Like, he looks like, if, if he looked at you, he should be speaking in subtitles and you'd still be scared. <laughs> you know, you'd hear him, you, you, you would hear out of the blue, like his mouth wouldn't be moving. Oh, I am going to kill you. I go, family. And then his lips would move. You're like, I'm fucked. Because now I have a 90 foot tall Asian here. <laughs> yeah. And well, he, and now he's, he's lost all that weight, so he's looking really good. He is, man. Yeah. He, he, he looks like he's going to, like, work on your computer and, like, karate chop you. Yeah, fuck you up, right? Yeah. So he, I'm, I'm a little afraid of him now. So check this out. This is the question you're going to love. If the B1 Butcher was a cannibal and was Heinz, did he use ketchup? Dawn? Marie? <laughs> Dublin. What the fuck is wrong with oh my you? God, you threw in the middle name. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at that one. Jesus Christ. Honey, I love you, but <laughs> you got to warn a brother before you do that shit. <laughs> no shit, yo. So, now, 
let's go on the theory that maybe Hans. What the Hustleman. fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> She's friends I'm with sending, you. I'm sending her a message right now telling her she needs Jesus. <laughs> so let's go on the theory that Hans Husselman was the killer. Now, we all know he was capable, clearly capable of committing murder. He was acute, you know, he was charged with it. He was released the year before the murder started and committed suicide as soon as the investigation turned to his direction. Do you think that maybe he was involved? Yeah, no, I, I, I okay, I, I'm kind of, I, let me, let me rephrase. I, I'm 50 50, and I'll tell you why. It could be, if he is involved, I totally understand it, but it could be like, get I think of the politics. Right. I've already been convicted of a couple of murders. Right. So, I'm suspect one. Right, and so... And I'm not Scott living in Vancouver. Right. So, if they catch me over here, I'm not just going to go to jail for a little bit. I'm going to be probably killed. <laughs> probably. So, let's just, you know, end it. No, I, I Yeah, can, so I can, I can understand why he'd commit suicide then. Unfortunately, we may not ever know who the unidentified victims are, and we also may also never know how many victims the killer truly took, or even who the killer is. Miss Tommy. I know. I'm going to break your case wide open. His Let name me know. Is Hans Schutterbomben. <laughs> Schutterbomben? That is right. He did it. He was an excellent surgeon. It's not Hans von Hooker? Oh, how disgusting. <laughs> Your, your great uncle Adolf would be very disappointed. He in probably right now. would be. Continue. Oh, I'm done. Are you sure? Making well. fun of innocent German papers. <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> you get in the showers too. <laughs> Guess what, Miss Tammy? You need to go to my operating theater for some re-education. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to sew my lips shut. We will see. We will see. <laughs> okay. Depends Do you have on any questions pair. for me? Which pair of lips am I, sh- am I sewing shut? <laughs> that's to be determined. <laughs> oh, that's fucking wicked. I got no questions. All right. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Just type in at... Brutal Nation, it will pop right the fuck up for you. This show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.